The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome, welcome. This is your host, Muriel Falous. Today, we are going to talk about the reasons why you may be overreacting to your teenager. But before that, um, I wanted to ask you how the latest, the last episode landed with you. I know that was the second episode about morning routines. So did you start your morning routine yet? Or did you use the tapping session if you're someone who has her to-do list in her mind as soon as she wakes up and you're too triggered or agitated or stressed out to start meditating you can't it's in your head did you use the tapping session because i know that i i do that myself when i need it it's it's pretty rare but when i'm too agitated to meditate in the morning i use tapping And most of the time, it is about stuff that I have to do. It is about what's going on during that specific day or week. So if you haven't done so yet, I really recommend that you start to put in place a morning routine. It doesn't have to take time. When my kids were younger, I had a 10-minute morning routine. I was doing affirmations and gratitude affirmations in writing for three or four minutes. And then I had a five-minute meditation connecting with source, with God, with the universe, however you call it, or with my guides. I always call my guides and, and all the invisible entities that help me, my invisible tribe. So I was connecting with them every morning, sending them love, really like it was a family, feeling their love in my heart and asking them to guide me and to assist me. And the more you cultivate that relationship, it's like any other relationship, you you, you start building some kind of intimacy. And of course, it's a human concept. It's on our side. That's for us, not for them. Uh, to feel that you know them and, and to feel them and to understand better the guidance, etc. So that's uh, what I'm pushing you to do if you haven't done so yet. It will change your life. 
Today, we are talking about overreacting. I was reflecting on that the, uh, in the last uh, few days. And when you overreact, when we overreact, we are not reacting to what's going on in the present moment, but we are somehow reacting to an echo of the past or we are, we are reacting because of something that happened before and is present in us. And then we find ourselves really super, it can be sometimes anger or guilt or feeling overwhelmed with something that is way disproportionate to what's going on in the moment. So one of the reasons that you may be overreacting is because when you feel certain emotions, you are resisting them. You're resisting feeling them and you somehow repress them, push them under the carpet. And with time, it's going to make a little bump. And when someone is stepping on that bump, that's when you, you overreact because you're over-triggered, because it's too much. And what I would like to do today, what you resist persists. I'm sure you've heard that sentence. And it doesn't take much to leave an emotion Leave, that means feel it. If you let it flow, it will get intense, but eventually it will flow out. And unless, of course, there is some kind of trauma or story from your past that is stuck in your head and you keep on re-triggering yourself over and over unconsciously, but other than that, in the moment, when you feel an emotion related with what's going on, it doesn't take much to feel it and let it go. But first, let's go into four possibilities what you, why you may be resisting your emotions. The first one I experienced personally, and that's what was that's what led me to depression because I had this feeling that I felt but I refused to fail it and I was stuffing it down and stuffing it down until it became too serious and it was the notion of self-judgment that it is not okay to feel that so in my example I was feeling a dislike of my life I was feeling maybe angry about what was going on. And in my mind, it meant that I was not okay. I was not a good mom because my kids were experimenting and doing crazy stuff and trying st stuff that could have killed them. And I had too much on my back. I was the sole provider financially, emotionally. I was the only one for them. And it, it got to be too much. I was overwhelmed. I was completely overwhelmed. And I didn't want to think about that because I didn't 
think there was a solution to my situation, so I was pushing it down. Every, every time I felt it, I was pushing it down, pushing it down, to a point where I spiraled downward. I found myself depressed with even suicidal ideation, which now I've learned that it is suicidal ideation, uh, thoughts of wanting to disappear and stuff like that. I didn't think it was such a big thing at the time, but when I realized that it was one of the markers of depression, together with all the other ones where I could do check, 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 that's me, that's me, that's me, then I realized that I had to do something. And plus I was not happy. So what is it about you that you resist feeling? Is it anger? Maybe you are angry at your teens or at life or you have resentment for what they... And there is so much judgment. It's things that you wouldn't say out loud in front of people you don't know, like that you have resentment for everything they put you through. But it doesn't mean that it's not real. And it doesn't mean that you don't love them. It has nothing to do with that. But you refuse to feel it because it's not okay. It's a self-judgment. It means that you are not a good mom, maybe. Maybe it is guilt. And you refuse to feel it because you think that something is not okay with you. You have a lot of guilt about something you did or didn't do or whatever the guilt is about. And you think that it's not okay, but what's not okay is you. It means that you're not okay. You're not a good person or something like that. If it is overwhelmed, maybe it is not okay to feel it because there is nothing you can do about it. And again, it makes you not okay because we have that false... Um, a false notion that as moms we should know what to do and we should we should know and we should do it and maybe you feel inadequate as a mom you're not okay so you refuse to feel that overwhelmed because maybe there's something you did that created that situation so the first possibility is that you feel that it's not okay and it means that in some way or form you are not okay you are not good enough, you are not equipped enough, you are, etc. The second possibility is, it is so painful, you don't want to feel it. And that's even dangerous, because if it's really, really painful, painful and really, really intense, and you stuff it down, it's going to create stress in your system 24-7, and that's the source for illness. And that's the source for overreacting in every area of your life. And you're suffering 24-7, but sometimes you're not even conscious of it anymore. That's where I advocate for tapping. And I will um, create a tapping session about um, an emotion, either anger or guilt, um, you can let me know which one you would like me to create to accompany this episode. Send me a, send me a message on Instagram, Co-Parenting with the Universe, or on my email, tell me which one is the emotion, your emotion of 
of choice, the one you always go back, the one you know is present in you, but you don't want to feel. And when you think about it, you, you switch subject. Uh, because then if you tap, you're going to process it. And chances are, sometimes you discover past events. And some of them can be very complex. And you maybe, if it's the case for, because you know, I'm going to do an episode on trauma. Uh, we're all traumatized. So that's a fact. We have maybe small T traumas, small T. We don't have the capital T. Some of us do have the capital T, which is very... Uh, people who went to war have been assaulted, raped, uh, abused, etc. That's big time capital T trauma. But even us in life, we have trauma. That's for sure. No family is perfect. Uh, and it's not only in our family. It can be at school. It can be anywhere. So you may discover some trauma history and if you do, please don't go in it alone because you can re-traumatize yourself. Find a practitioner to help you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But if that's the case, if something comes to mind, just, and I will do that in the tapping session, you put it in a box, in a container or somewhere where you leave it there until you can tap on it with someone. You don't want to re-traumatize yourself and you don't want it to weigh too much on your day-to-day -day life until you're ready to tap on that. But if you know that if it pops up, that means that you're ready to, to tap on it. You're ready to work with it. But it doesn't mean you should tackle it uh, uh, like uh, in front of you. There are many techniques that keeps you, keep you safe emotionally. You don't want to tackle a trauma face-to-face -face with no help. You may not be ready. There are gentle ways to do that, and that's where us practitioners can help you. The third reason, well, that comes back to the overwhelm, for example. The third reason is it doesn't help to feel it. It's not because I'm going to feel overwhelmed that I'm going to solve my problem. It's not because I'm going to feel angry that it's not because I, it's not because I'm going to feel this anger that I'm going to resolve it. It's not because I'm going to feel that guilt that something will change about what I've done. But the truth is the more you are held hostage by an unconscious emotion, the less resourcefulness you have. Because there is a portion of your energy that is busy keeping that thing at bay, keeping it under the surface. And that's a lot of energy. And you're on stress. So you are 
if there is something unresolved, there is maybe a low grade of fight or flight that you're living with, like it was the case for me and I never really realized until I worked on it and I, I healed and I saw the contrast in the way that I felt, how much lighter, how much clearer in my mind. As you know, when you are on fight or flight, uh, when your fight or flight is activated, your brain, your front brain is not working as well because a portion of the blood that is normally going there is going into your body as part of the fight or flight mechanism. So you're less effective, you're less resourceful, less able to resolve the issue. So you think that not feeling that emotion is better because feeling it won't help anything, not feeling it will make it worse. Maybe there is a solution. Maybe there is a healing you can get to, but it comes only through feeling the emotion. I always say, you can't heal if you can't feel. So that was the third reason. It doesn't help to feel that because I can change things. And the fourth is, you know, there is something you need to heal. You know there is something you need to work with. But you don't have time. I don't have time to deal with that. I have too many things to do. I have to take care of my kids, etc., etc., etc. But this, this emotion will come back and bite you in the rear or kick you in the rear. Because it will lead you, like we said, to overreact and will create more arguments. For example, when you have guilt, strong guilt, sometimes you project it on others because you can't. It's too painful. That's one reason we've seen. It's, it Actually, it covers all the other reasons. You go into an argument because you project your emotion onto someone because you feel that you're not okay. The reason one, it's not okay. It's too painful to feel that emotion, the guilt or the anger, whatever it is. It's too painful to look at yourself or look at the event. And you don't believe that it's going to help. So here you are projecting on someone, someone else, which we, which we all do. We project on people all day long. We project our beliefs, we project our stuff. And in, in the case of argument, you make them guilty of something because you don't want to feel your guilt. And if you're too overwhelmed, you're, you're very irritable anyway. So it will come back to bite you in the back. It will create arguments. It can create compensating and overgiving or not enforcing your rules for your teen, for example, because you have guilt. So you feel guilty that maybe you made a mistake as a mom. So you want to overgive to compensate the guilt that you're feeling. I've seen that a lot with moms. They are giving in because they feel too guilty. And the last one, and I'm sure there are more, but the last one that I'm going to talk about today is, we mentioned it already, health issues. Any stuck emotion in the body create a situation where the body is not balanced. 
where it doesn't function to its ultimate uh, state and it will create is physical issues, health issues, and even sometimes illness. So, whatever emotion you know you're resisting, and usually you know it because you feel it and you don't want to feel it and you switch to something else, you must process it. It's going to cost you too much if you don't. And it's going to cost you to overreact. As you know, I'm preparing a course about constant arguments with your teens and how to put an end to it. That's part of it. It will create constant arguments because you will, do, you will project on them and you will overreact and they don't like that. Nobody likes when someone in front of you is overreacting about what is going on and, and dumping on you stuff from the past. So I'm going to create a tapping session. I'm going to wait a day or two to see what emotion you would like me to create that tapping session on, which one is the emotion you're resisting feeling. And you, you will be able to tap on it and you will be able to work with it. And if you see that you discover stuff that are deeper, then you know you have to either contact me to work on it privately or in a small group like we do, or if it's a trauma, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Well, actually, no, we can do stuff on, in groups too, but it depends on the situation. But don't hesitate to reach out because it, it has a cost, all those emotions. And that's it for today. In, a, in an upcoming ex uh, episode, I will talk about the evening routine. And maybe you're saying, Muriel, do you think I have all day to do routines? I know you don't. But I'm talking about something that is going to be something like 10, 5 to 10 minutes before you go to sleep that you can do in your bed. Uh, for Mother's Day, it's still available. I forgot to remove it, by the way. So if you haven't grabbed it, I did a meditation to fall asleep with. And that's also a way to work, um, to have a routine as you go to sleep. It doesn't even spend any time because you're going to sleep and you're listening to it. So if you haven't grabbed it, go grab it because I'm going to remove it. I have a lot of stuff that I need to do on my website and it's still there. So take advantage of it. So I'm waiting to hear from your feedback about your morning routine, how it changes your day. And one last thing, if you love the podcast, please go and review it on iTunes and share it with other moms. I really want to reach as many moms as I can. And frankly, I start. I mentioned a long time ago that a few dads are listening too. So as many people as I, I, uh, I can. I thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And have a wonderful day. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform of your choice.
I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.